Why is no one talking about the increase in the workload of almost every accounts payable department? We keep hearing about smaller accounts payable department due to the supposed decrease in work thanks to automation, but that does not address the very real issue of the increased workload every best practice organization has, often thanks to automation, as I'll explain. For if organizations don't address these issues, they'll end up with fraud so massive they could sink the entire... Make sure you stick around until the end when I address not only the obvious headache, but an offshoot of it, which few fully appreciate. Hey guys, I'm Mary Schaefer, founder of AP Now, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge business intelligence if you work and manage or have responsibility for the accounts payable function. Now, If you work in accounts payable or have responsibility for it, you probably know that the workload has increased. Alas, that increase is almost invisible to managements since all they see is an automation solution which is supposed to reduce the workload. And to be fair, it probably does in the long run. But in the short run, it's a different story and there are other factors that come into play when you're talking about the accounts payable function. So let's start with this as our first way that AP work is increasing. Now, implementing and getting a full utilization of an automation solution doesn't happen overnight, and it doesn't happen without a lot of upfront effort. Um, and that is more than you might imagine. It's not one of these things where you you know push the button, the automation solution just... And while it does reduce some of the workload, it will not completely offset the rest of what I'm going to discuss. So expect an increase in the beginning, especially as you're trying to hold the hands of some of your vendors, trying to get them to use it. And then don't forget some of the others. Okay. How your workload increases, number two. This involves duplicate invoices and weeding them out and weeding out fraudulent invoices. As you know, vendors have been sending two and three and four copies of an invoice, and those have to be weeded out so you don't pay twice. Now, you might say, yes, we're doing that, and yes, you are. But keep in mind that about 25% of all invoices are sent more than once. And this is quite a bit of work to, to weed them out and to make sure they don't get paid twice. Okay, so... But there's no place where we say, hey, you know what? We're getting all these extra invoices. Let's hire another person to work on it. It just doesn't seem to work that way. Now, you might be saying, well, what about the invoice number? Isn't that invoice number? uh, Won't that help us? Because our software solution, our ERP, will not accept a duplicate invoice number. And yeah, that helps a little bit, but emphasis on a little bit. It did not turn out to be the silver bullet that many thought it would be. And by the way, I did also, okay, because there are ways to get around that. And unfortunately, many of your uh, staff knows it. So while the invoice number helps, it's not the silver bullet. So your people are spending more time. The next issue that is creating more work and accounts payable is the increase in regulatory compliance issues. And this is a huge one. And we're seeing it not only in the United States, but around the world. In the United States, uh, we have now 1099 reporting requirements, not only at the federal level, but we're also seeing a number of the states have their own Uh, 1099 reporting requirements. So this is additional work. Every organization then needs to check the state websites and comply at the state level in addition to the federal level. And that is a massive increase. 
in much of Europe, Latin America, Asia Pacific, we now see organizations having, or countries actually having mandatory electronic invoicing. And so there's the extra work as your uh, staff starts, you know, gearing up for that, making sure that you can comply and making sure that they can you know, meet the different guidelines in different countries. And if you're in, if you're um, operating in more than one country, this is additional work, you know, as each country has their own guidelines. And it can be extra work in the U.S. if your organization is operating in some of these uh, countries, if you're, a, you know, a multinational. Okay, I could go on for that for a long time, but I'll spare you and I won't. So the way that workloads are included, increasing in AP in the fourth way is that your AP staff now has to be alert for new frauds. It's not enough to just be alert for old frauds and be able to identify them and make sure that your organization doesn't fall for them. You all, they also have to be alert for new, new frauds because they are continually coming at us. And what we've seen uh, in st recent statistics, especially statistics from the Association of Financial Professionals, is that accounts payable is the primary target for a lot of these new frauds. In fact, I think the statistics showed that 61% of these new frauds were uh, directed directly at accounts payable. So they have to be alert for these new frauds. And when they become aware of them, they have to devise uh, tactics to make sure that the organization doesn't fall for it. They have to educate everybody. They have to share this information. So it's, it's another uh, hat, so to speak, that they wear. And it's not something that we think about when we think about reviewing work and, and workload. All right. Now, before we get to the last issue, and it's a big one, I'd like to share that we have over 300 videos, 350 videos now in our library with new accounts payable and payment videos being added every Tuesday and Thursday, and with some shorts on some other days. Occasionally on Saturday, we have a little Wordle front. So please check out the rest of this channel after you finish this one. Okay, so what is the fifth uh, issue that we are all dealing with? And in some cases, it's really big. And this is the massive, I cannot emphasize this enough, massive increase in new verif verification protocols that are now required. Now, we all know about we have to verify those change of bank accounts change of bank account requests that are emailed in, but that's just the beginning of it, okay? And that takes a lot of extra work. And I know most of the time when you call up to verify, the person says, yes, we, we did send that. It's a legitimate request. But the one time that it's not a legitimate request, it can mean a lot of money going out the door if you don't catch it. But they also have to uh, verify a rush wire request coming from the CEO, the CFO, or somebody like that. And anything else that comes out up that's out of the ordinary, that's not the ordinary way that you do work. So this adds a lot of work, okay, to your uh, accounts payable staff. All this stuff takes time. It takes effort. And again, nobody's giving uh, uh, accounts payable departments more, more people. In fact, if anything, they're saying, hey, you're autom automating. Shouldn't we reduce staff because of that? Well, maybe you don't need as many people uh, processing invoices because of your automation solution, but all these other things take extra effort and, you, you know, you need people to do it. Now, the bulk of this extra work when we're talking about new verification protocols is around those awful, phony, please change my bank account emails. That's why we did a separate video on that that includes everything you need to do to, do to protect yourself and your organization. As these phony emails sometimes look 
quite good and they're very difficult to identify. Um, they look legitimate. Uh, they look like they came from a legitimate email address. You really have to be on top of your game to make sure that you don't fall for them. You can watch it right now using a link that will appear momentarily on your YouTube screen and is in the show notes.